Okay. 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 I, uh, I'm really excited about talking about um, Sonic the Hedgehog. So okay, let's just get right into the. No, we can. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no, I can, I can, I can, I can quell the excitement mm-hmm. so that we can functionally get this show on the road. Right. Okay. You got to go fast. Got to go fast. Right. Really fast. I don't think he. No, he says it. He, he has to. It. He says it. Yeah. He does. <clears throat> I mean, we we talked so much about the movie, the redesign. Yeah. The oh, by the way, if you haven't recently, you need to go back and look at what they originally thought was going to work for this movie. <laughs> okay. Because it's more horrifying than you probably remember. Mm. I went back after I watched the movie and looked at what they what they originally put out. That yeah, his, I mean, everybody knows the controversy. We, little beady eyes and his his people teeth. His body. <laughs> he looked he had, like a who a, from Whoville. Is that a toddler body, I, dude. It is horrific. Yeah, yeah. I, I at now now that I've seen the movie and seen that. I mean, spoiler alert. It's good. Okay. It works. Mm-hmm. The the way the redesign works. It doesn't take you out of the movie. It doesn't like oh he's too cute. It he doesn't really fit in the world like the way that they. Let's just get into it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because it doesn't make a lot of sense why they even designed him originally the way that they did mm-hmm. because of the story. Yeah. But let's get into it. Okay. Okay. So I found these bad boys at Publix. Nice. Now, I'm looking right. I'm looking and looking and I'm looking and looking and I'm not seeing much because we've almost done everything in the store and mm-hmm. even when they put new shit in there i don't know i mean if you're from here obviously you know what Publix is if you're not it's your kroger's your myers it's your your like local grocery, grocery store yeah um and Publix is better than all of yours it's awesome. <laughs> so there and uh you know they have a craft beer section now because everybody they they got in on the craft beer thing obviously you know uh uh, uh hey puppy hey puppy they got in on the craft beer thing too late, obviously. Yeah. I mean, bars that are, it was already a culture by the time grocery stores were like, you know what? We should get stuff that Let's actually give tastes it a good. section, yeah. So uh, we had already pretty much run through their their section. Yeah. Um, and now we're, we're, we're grasping at straws. But this one, I don't know. There's something just so <laughs> lazily local about it. Yeah, it's, it seems like a beach beer. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. Yeah. It reminds me of like a all those like really short businesses that are right on the beach mm-hmm. that all look kind of run down. Yeah. But they have their own little charm because yeah. they're beachside. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, without further ado, Ovi, please take it away. Well, this is the Florida Sunshine Lager. It is 5.0 ABV and it comes to you fresh brewed and packaged for Crooked Can Brewing Company. Um, we have a cold read, folks. Yeah. I saw <clears> that, too, and I was like, this will give them some fun. It's been a while. It's been a while. <clears throat> Sunshine and warm weather call for the perfect adult beverage known by most simply as a cold one. Brewed to be crisp. Mm. Brewed to be clean and crisp. This cool conditioned lager features a well attenuated body. Aroma and character for a perfect balance and refreshing taste. Warning, this, quote, cold one 
might cause you to slip into a vacation daydream, or might have you trade in your working shoes for flip-flops. Cheers, Andy, Jared, and Bert. <laughs> and they really leaned into that. Mm-hmm. All right, well, this shit better be fucking refreshing, Crooked Can. All right, relax. My name is Marco Dupa, and that guy right there is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, Brewskies? And this is the One Beer In Podcast. Yeah. He's not turning his head, but he's just like, <laughs> you know, like he just ate someone. <laughs> he just ate a human. And out being. of frame, he's choking a rabbit <laughs> to death. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that's right. <clears throat> this is the One Baron Podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew, and we see where that one brew takes us. Uh, this is episode two ninety one. And we're here live and in effect. I gotta make sure my phone's fucking on silent. Wow, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was really unprofessional of me. Mm-hmm. So, how you doing, brother? How you doing, brother? How you doing, brother? Um, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Yeah. I'm very tired. Do you want to talk about? Sure. Everything that's been going on. <laughs> yeah. Let's get real heavy for a second. Yeah. Um. Well, I had quite the uh, the half week or so. Mm. Uh, slash weekend, um, I had a major health scare. <laughs> I, your boy thought he was dying. Um, so yeah, I uh, for those who don't know, I have ankylosing spondylitis, which is an autoimmune disease that is about as fun as it sounds. Um, it mostly affects the vagina, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, no, it's 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 mostly a uh, uh, inflammation issue with your back. Um, causes you know back pain, back spasms, uh, sometimes chest pain, chest spasms, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but you know it's mostly in check. Try and be better about it and all that stuff. But uh, I'm listening, but I need to write a note. I understand you're very busy. <laughs> uh, so uh, whilst uh, getting my stuff checked out um, most recently, because it, it had been quite a while. Uh, I got a CT scan that revealed uh, what my doctor said was uh, uh, very concerning, (laughs) was her words. And uh, she basically said, yeah, let's get this checked out as soon as possible, uh, because it is is, uh, quite concerning. And uh, what it was was a little spot that they found. Uh, And so, of course, immediately, your first thought is, oh, I'm dying of cancer. That's great. Cool. Good news. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, happy happy 2020 everybody um but yeah i I legit spent the weekend um after that ruminating life and death (laughs) um very very stressed i you know me i'm a very anxious person in general so imagine uh adding to that the idea that you you could be dying (laughs) just for funsies um so yeah I, i was extremely stressed out so, uh, fortunately, I was able to get an appointment 
sooner than the appointment that I was supposed to be getting, which would be next Tuesday. So I would have been waiting this entire time for any information. Yeah. Um, but even more stressed out. Yeah. But my mom with lupus is a, an appointment guru. Yeah. She's a straight up gangster. Yeah. So she called a place for me, her 32 year old son <laughs> and, uh, got me in. Hey, I don't know how she did it. You're but right behind her. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> she, I don't, I don't know how, but she, she got me in the door and, uh, she got me into it. I had to go see a spinal specialist because that's where they found it was in my, thoracic spine which is if you don't know like this is your thorax right for people listening it's it's your chest area it's the spine behind your ribs basically mm-hmm. very hard place to get to obviously because all your junk's <clears throat> in there yeah um so i uh i get another x-ray while i'm there and i bring my ct results to the this uh, this guy's a surgeon and uh he did, literally he pops in and takes a look at it and he goes yeah, I don't know why your doctor sent you here. <laughs> I mean, maybe th- did she like misread it or something? Cause and he start he pulls out a highlighter and like highlights like the description of it from the uh, I guess not a radiologist. Oh no, it's a radiologist for a uh, CT, right? Mm-hmm. I use X-rays for that. Um, and it it says right there basically it's like a it looks like it's just like a basically a calcium deposit within your back and um he's like yeah i mean this indicates no danger at all like he he pulled out the actual imagery of the ct circled it and like showed me what it looked like and he's like yeah this is what they were talking about it's just a it's a it's what we call a a bone island and i'm like oh that's just that's where i take all my girlfriends (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah, no. He says it's just a it's a it's a bone island. Uh, they happen sometimes in people for no real rhyme or reason, um, but especially they are sometimes associated with ankylosing spondylitis. Um, most of the time, they they're asymptomatic, and you know, as long as nothing changes with it, it's really like literally no problem. And I wouldn't I wouldn't mess with it at all because it's in a really delicate place in your body, so. Ain't no problem. No reason to touch it. Right. So he's like, the only thing that I'd be concerned about is if I saw like signs of illness around it, because uh, that would show that it could possibly be cancerous. But it's like I, I see none of that in in this and in the X-ray we just took. So, I mean, basically, I I don't know why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> Please leave. <coughs> get get out. Yeah. I mean that's. The best thing you, you could hear from a specialist is, I don't know why you're here. Oh, a thousand percent. <laughs> yeah. And he fist bumped me, and I walked out whistling. He's uh, like, take him back to Bone Island. <laughs> he takes off his coat as he walks out. And they go, hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> we told you, get out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's the great news. I've been slowly trying to accept the fact that I got good news as opposed to hearing, oh, man, this is really bad. Yeah, you might want to be sitting down. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, my anxiety's slowly been winding down since then. Uh, and I'm finally getting to a, a place of peace. Um, but I'll tell you what. And I knew this I knew this going into it as soon as they found that thing in me. is like, I'm leaving this experience different. Hmm. I'm a different person now <laughs> from grappling with the, because you know, it's something that you don't think about 
I mean, especially me, but like, I think most people, um, who are younger don't really fortunately have to think about the fact that they're not going to be around forever Mm. and like have to really take, um, I don't know, uh, take into account their entire lives thus far and go, are you satisfied with what you've done so far? Like where you're at, what, what you've, what, what you've contributed uh, what your mark is on the world and all that, all those big picture questions that are like almost too big to even fathom on a, you know, Tuesday night. Mm. Uh, I suddenly was fi- like faced with answering all those things kind of at once. And it was traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I'm leaving this with a, a new perspective on, I mean, can only imagine the people who go into those doctor's appointments and leave with terrible news yeah with tragic news the people fighting cancer right now and um so i you know i i would really like to give back in some way whether it's the little bit of scraps i got you know monetarily or um i don't know just giving my time somehow to, to help people in need hmm. because i i don't know one of the main things that came out of it one of the main feelings i had when i had to consider that if this is bad news it if this is the very worst case scenario and i'm not going to be around for much longer like what what's the what are some of my biggest regrets and that was one of the bigger ones kind of that poked out to me was i i don't feel like i've given enough of myself i've been sort of self-focused which is i think normal at my age you know, trying to get my career going and being self-interested in in my interests <laughs> um, and really just trying to, like, get the feet, get my feet below me and the road underneath me to, to really get rolling in my life. But it, within that, I, I just don't think I've really I've taken a lot for granted hmm. and uh, really haven't done as much as I could have for others. So, I would like to do that more. And, uh, yeah. Kind of makes it hard to segue to talk about (laughs) (laughs) You asked for it, bud. (coughs) Um, no, that's, uh, that's pretty, that's pretty, um, uh, I'm at a loss for words, literally. (laughs) I don't want to say traumatic, but like, uh, uh, um, like it, 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 I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't had a moment like that, obviously, to, to spawn that kind of thinking. Mm-hmm. But I'm, all, I mean, you know, I, I think, I think you get there, you get there because of something like that. And also because, I mean, you know, we're in our 30s now and it, you just keep thinking like, Am 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 I doing enough? Yeah. Am I am I at where I want to be at? Like, I don't know. Well, not only that, I, the other main thing that popped out that we've been talking about a bit is just taking better care of myself. Yeah, definitely. Uh, from a health perspective, and like, I don't know, it, something about something was like insanely scary about thinking about just the potential of disappearing into the abyss, you know, <laughs> like just being gone. Yeah. 
So I would like to stick around if I can, you know? Yeah. I want to stick around as long as I can. I've I've spent too many years just kind of freeballing it and, like, going with the flow, which is fine. It's fun. But, you know, I just kind of come to the realization if you do it forever, then it ain't going to last long. Uh, Do you have a plan that you want to put into motion? Or are you just my My plan is simple. It is to... Every day, do something active with myself because that's very important for ankylosing spondylitis. Uh, you have to stay limber. You got to stay active. You got to stretch and all that stuff. That that all staves off all of the you know bad uh, conditions it can lead to in time. Uh, and in order to lose weight, I I mean just eating better throughout the week, especially. I've already been drinking less and. You know, just uh, spending, <laughs> except for you know days like this. Yeah. Um, but spending a little bit more, I think, on uh, my health. So you know, buying a bit more organic or getting more fresh foods as opposed to you know buying ramen again from the <laughs> packets and you know just like little things that I can do um, to invest in my health. I think. Uh, I'm I'm gonna try to go into this new year with a renewed focus on that, mm. uh, and make it a priority. I, I haven't made myself a priority in a very long time. As selfish as I feel like I've been in a lot of cases, not even selfish necessarily, but like self-centered mm. um, and self-focused. Um, I haven't really, I feel taken care of myself. Mm. I've run myself ragged, uh, burning myself on both ends, but. I I I just don't feel like I've I've given myself enough care hmm. and attention in that way. So, you know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna try to do all the things I tell you to do. I'm gonna try to be better about sleeping, um, which has always been a struggle for me. Uh, better portion control, what I'm putting in my body, knowing what I'm doing, uh, and staying active. It's harder because you know I. I'm kind of limited right now because I don't really have like a rheumatological plan in place right now and kind of in between doctors. But once I have that down, you know, I feel like I'll be able to really get momentum mm. on, you know, working out more regularly and yeah. getting back in shape. And there's a gym here, right? Uh, I, I, I mean, it's been closed because of COVID for, ever mm. so i think there's a little one but interesting they opened my pool back up yeah which i think is just disgusting <laughs> the pools here are open too actually but the gym's not it may it very well may be it's just so small i haven't even given it a shot mm. it's like literally like an elliptical and uh i don't know a, a dumbbell set mm. that's pretty much it <laughs> They just rolled a couple of plates in there. Yeah, like just do do what you will. Get creative. It's a rice bag. <laughs> yeah, then that's good. That's good. Um, <clears throat> you know, you, you, it's a good time to. I mean, like we were talking about before, we were texting about, uh, like, you get to a point where it's like, uh, I mean, wh- what am I going to do? Mm. You know, am I am is have have I hit the limit of of how much I'm going I'm gonna care for myself, I'm gonna do for myself, 
health wise and mentally and everything. Yeah. Have I hit that limit or or can I do or, or am I just being lazy or am I just being, you know, am I using because I mean, obviously, 2020 was a hard year for everybody, harder for some. Except for, for Jeff Bezos. Yeah. I mean, for him, it was the best year of his career, I think. <laughs> I mean, career year. So, yeah. Go, Jeff. You fuck. Enjoy. You bald bastard. <laughs> <clears throat> um, it, yeah, you, 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 it's, it's, you, you hit a, t- a time where you kind of take stock of things like that and you say, all right, is this it? Yeah. Is this it? And, uh, you know, I think your health scare kind of uh, illuminated the crossroad yeah. that, that you may have come to mm-hmm. in life. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, these things potentially could get worse if I continue down this path. Right. And there is another better path that's right there. Yeah. That is now... The, the trees and the shrubbery has kind of been moved out of the way and it's like, oh, I yeah. could just do that. I should just do that. Well, it, 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 um, in a way, it, it made me... It, it, it's like one of those things when, you know, you're trying to decide between two things and then they, they tell you, <clears throat> put down one of them and start walking away with it, with, mm-hmm. with the other you have in hand. And if you feel so much regret then you should go back and get the other one. That's the one you actually want, right? Yeah. It, it was kind of like that with my health where it's like, I, I want this, but now is it too late? Like, did I learn this lesson too late? Yeah. And uh, it, you know, me obviously getting good news, um, it's led me to feel like I have a second chance. I'm, I'm, I still have time, hopefully, knock on wood. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just, it kind of, that renews my, uh, energy for this, my enthusiasm for trying to be more healthy in the future. Yeah, it's 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 not too late. It's it's. I think it's the perfect time. Actually, I yeah. think this is the this is the moment. I mean, obviously, twenty five would have been better. Yeah, <laughs> you would have had more energy, less yeah. weight to lose. Blah blah blah. Whatever. But sometimes you need to be motivated by. I mean, sometimes it needs to be something as 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 serious. As what could have been, what turned out to not be, but what could have been life or death. Mm-hmm. And that really lights a fire under you. Yeah. Some people need that kind of motivation, you know? I, not sure I needed it, but I got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, obviously you needed it. I guess. You know? Could have used a softer touch, God. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I mean, this is what you guys want. <laughs> Right? <laughs> this is what you ask for. Mm-hmm. Signs. Yeah. From the guy up there. Yeah. He's like, look, I sent you the boat. <laughs> that old joke. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything. <clears throat> Same. Yeah, I mean, I I don't want to steal your thunder, so I'll just, I'll, I'll, next episode I'll talk about myself i mean you can talk about yourself marco <laughs> no now it's even worse mm. it's like the fishing for compliments thing like oh well, well i mean if you insist i'll talk about myself but please indulge us <laughs> well i mean i already do a lot of talking what's been going on with you no i mean come on come on come on come on come on come on well 
I've been and at my darkest. Okay, nice. <laughs> uh, no, I. I uh, What's the opposite of peak? <laughs> <laughs> valley. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look at that. Yeah. The lowest of valleys. <laughs> the lowest of lows, buddy. No, I, I, I just. Mm, I wonder how much I can say about. I don't want to talk about my job too much. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I still have it. So. Yeah. Keep it vague. It's it, use it, aliases. <laughs> it's just you know you you. I don't know. I've been taking stock of a lot a lot of different things, that um. It's just it's just so easy, to beat yourself up, and to sit and just wallow in, the mistakes you've made, or yeah. the things that you regret. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I just I've had. The, this year has been so like it's it's just opened me up to just sitting there i mean with with having to move back in with my parents mm-hmm. you know the covid putting a stop on Everything. a functioning like social life mm-hmm. uh it i i can't even like it, it, it. Obviously, I'm, 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 <clears throat> I'm saying a lot of the things that a lot of other people have been going through. So I'm not sitting here pretending like I'm, I'm special and I'm the yeah. only one who's going through this stuff. I'm saying that like I'm going through it, like you guys are going through it. Mm. Uh, but it, 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 uh, it, it just kind of um, focused. I focused a lot on myself. <laughs> These especially in the past like six seven months Mm -hmm. of just sitting there thinking like i've just i've just made a mistake at like every turn (laughs) (laughs) made a terrible mistake yeah i just you know i just feel like i i I don't want to sit here and be like a fucking um crying session just like i just feel like i uh there's a lot of things that I haven't that I haven't done that I could have done if I had the wherewithal to do them at the opportune moment. Mm-hmm. And now it just makes everything that I want to do harder. Yeah. Not impossible and I'm not giving up. Yeah. But it's more difficult. I I, I feel like giving up a lot. Is <laughs> what is I guess the feeling. Mm-hmm. I just feel like giving up a lot. Yeah. So you know the 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 show helps because it gives me something that I can focus on. Mm-hmm. That like I sometimes I, too much. Yeah, yeah. Then the show starts to beat me up because then I'm like <laughs> I can't do I can't even do this thing. Everything I love hurts. So it's that and and you know I don't have I don't have the studio built so I I can't. It's like tension. There's a lot of mental yeah. and like uh, 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 energy tension it's mm-hmm. just building up yeah so it makes me like just snappy <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah except for here i mean mm-hmm. it, like at work i'm just like hmm. and at home i'm just like just give me a second to decompress because <laughs> it's all it's just it's like static electricity yeah just like, mm-hmm. it's like uh it's like two exposed wires mm-hmm. that are just they're like inches away from it. they're like millimeters away yeah and you walk into a room and you're like, oh my God, those things are so <laughs> close. And you can see like the charge going. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I say all that to say that I want to, in 2021, focus on a lot of those things that I 
I've put off through self-loathing and um, just you, you, you can very easily tell yourself why you can't do so many things. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to stop that um, negative self-talk and try to tell myself like as corny as it sounds like you can do those yeah, things yeah. yes you can yeah you know so that's that's my focus there i mean they're really i know it's you know complete trash that we would ordinarily scoff at but there is something to thinking something into existence yeah it is i mean it's 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 cliche for a reason but you, if you believe it it makes it possible you know like yeah. You have to you have to first believe you can do something before you do it. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. So definitely. I mean that that's a, a big barrier that you have to that makes it it's way easier to do once you've accepted in your mind that it's possible. Yeah. And it's and it's that's it's it, and like I said before it's very easy to tell yourself that you can't do it. And then once you've started down that road of like what's the point? I I'm not going to be able to do this. So yeah. like why why even start down this road? Why try? Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, <clears throat> it's pretty, it, 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 uh, like I said, nothing as traumatic as a life or death experience. I think mostly just, yeah, I win this one, bud. <laughs> Real yeah. sorry. Yeah. You know? Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Well, Sounds mean, rough. Not being able to be a rapper, yeah, you know, I mean, what, what was I? All, all of that was just so stupid. <laughs> just so stupid. No, no, it's all, it's all, uh, it, it's, uh, it's apples and oranges, but. It it all matters as much in your own scenario, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, honestly, I think <clears throat> that's what I was afraid of talking about last week. Mm. It's not just like being a rapper or whatever, but just like I've been thinking long and hard about like I don't I don't know if I even want to do that anymore. Yeah, uh, you you were mentioning that last week um, about opening up to different uh, different avenues of artistry. Yeah. I just, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I've, I've, it just, it doesn't, it, it, and, and you know, my, my emotions on this kind of change with the wind, but right now I just, I get no, I get no joy out of it. I get no creative release out of it. And, and I'm looking at the other people who are doing it and they're not inspiring. And so it just, I get nothing out of it. And yeah. that, that's not to say, I mean, that's just the my current state and that's the current state of what i view hip-hop is going through and i know people are going to say well, what about this guy and what about that guy They're, fuck that guy <laughs> <laughs> whoever you're going to say fuck him i hate him yeah i don't want i don't want to hear it <clears throat> so but it's not just that it's the fact that like i've been doing it since i was nine years old yeah you know what i'm saying like it's just it's been it's yes, been ma'am. the only thing that i've really focused on with I don't want to say diminishing returns because that's an insult to the people who actually like sat down, listened to the music and actually gave me, you know, real feedback and yeah. really nice. And, you know, people who didn't have to go out of their way to say nice things to me have said nice things. I so, don't I don't think I mean, objectively, it, it hasn't been diminishing returns, though. You've had more and more people listen to your stuff and you're like, again, objectively, your projects have gotten only better over time. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Saying you were garbage in high school. <laughs> I was bad in bad in high school. No, I was. I was good. I was good. I was good. I was good. I was better than a lot of them. Mm. There was a lot of guys who called themselves rappers. Yeah. Who I was like, 
dude, what, what? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So I won't, I won't call it diminishing returns. I think it's just, I guess creatively, I feel like all right, I kind of hit the limit on it right now. You There's other things. Yes, I, yeah. yes, that's really that's the biggest thing. So that's another thing in 2021. I want to focus on the the things like we we talk about. We talk about this show, and we talk about you know other creative things that we we've talked about doing off 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 the show and stuff like that. And it's like we can do those things. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like we 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 obviously 2020 it made it harder to do those things, mm-hmm. but I I think 2020 only only made it only only made those things now more imperative to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like. Now, taking almost a full year off of creativity as two creative people, it's like yeah. it was fucking torture. And yeah. you see, like other people, other creative people, we're, we're all kind of going through the same thing. Where it's like we're trying to get creative with being creative. Mm-hmm. If you're not, if you're not a person who has like art as an outlet and stuff like that, then you know. Not to say that we're better than you, but we're better than you. <laughs> <laughs> no, not to say that, but it's just a different struggle. Obviously, everybody, again, everybody had a hard year. Yeah. This fucking year sucked for everybody. So yeah. I'm not saying that my my year or your year was harder than everybody else's. It's, there's levels to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's tears to how hard. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm saying is it has been very hard as a creative person to get those things out. Yeah. Because... I mean, 2019, I was doing shows, mm-hmm. you know? I had just started, like, promoting the album. Getting yourself out there. I was getting out there. I was making connections and stuff. And then, you know, you take, like, two months off. And then I told myself, well, I'm going to start working on a new thing. Yeah. And, and, and continue to do shows. And I wanted to do another video and all this stuff that I had planned. And then, like, slowly you just start seeing, like, what's What's going on? <laughs> it's the beginning of a zombie movie. <laughs> exactly. And you just see weird shit in the in the background mm-hmm. of the film and you're just like, huh, hmm. something weird's That's about weird. to happen. And then it just obviously hit the fan. So 2021, hopefully, you sons of bitches, you take the goddamn vaccine. <laughs> Cause they're already come people are coming out and well, there's this, that, and the other thing. And yeah, uh, that grandma's gonna grow another head and blah blah. <laughs> And we're already, already. I mean, fucking UK, Canada, and I don't remember the other country has already authorized them. Mm-hmm. And I just, I can't, I don't want to go down this road, but I just want to say that I cannot believe that as the country with the most deaths, the most cases, it's becoming an epidemic. We are not the first country to authorize it yeah. how were we beat by any country at all we let them try it first it's fine we'll get there eventually anyway <laughs> hopefully 2021 maybe six months in maybe hopefully, hopefully my hope my hope here is this time next year i could deal with that we'll be at some place of normalcy okay no more lockdown. <clears throat> People still wear masks because it just becomes a social norm. Mm-hmm. No more handshaking. Still using the little key thing to open doors. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can at least move around 
do all the things that we like to do before, maybe just slightly modified. Yeah. So that's my hope. If that's the case, you know, it. I just want to now stop um, focusing on the bad and try to focus on what could be the good, basically. Yeah. Okay. So, you know. Yeah. That's all I got. I could get really weird and dark, but I won't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I kind of want you to now. It's just like, we've already gotten weird and dark in this episode. Yeah, yeah, it it did, but it can get weirder and darker for mm. sure. Don't tease me with a yeah, good time. I mean, time. you ever think about like just jumping in front of a train? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I don't think about that. Honestly, the honest truth, I don't think about. I don't think about suicide. So That's good. As, no, well, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm not suicidal. I'm not. Okay. I'm not about to say that I want to kill myself. What I'm saying is, like, even at my darkest moments, I don't think about suicide so much as I just think about, like, giving up completely mm-hmm. and then just, like, going off the grid and like just disappearing. Yeah. But yeah. like, I I don't ever think, and and you know, people who do. I can only imagine the, the the what that does to a person, mm. the struggle and everything. But like, you know, for, like I know my I know my parents are probably like worried. Mm-hmm. They they know that I'm not like a hundred percent. Right, right. But the thoughts that I have are never like I should just end it. The thoughts are that I have are like, what's the, why am I why am I here at this desk eating shit? Mm-hmm. Like I should just leave. Yeah. And then what if I just left? Yeah, what if I just got up yeah. and then just got in my car and drove north <laughs> until until I ran out of money. Yeah. And then see where that got me. Yeah. I've had that fantasy many a time. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I I think going back to what you were saying about being a creative during the pandemic, it's like it's super hard, but imagine imagine my position where I have to be a creative for work i can't <laughs> <It's> <laughs> i honestly can't. very hard yeah it's very hard so i think we're, we're all we're all struggling with that in our own ways even if you're not a creative you know there's i mean there's there's struggles all around if you're a parent uh yeah you, again you, i'm not i'm not trying to diminish those those kinds of struggles yeah i was just highlighting what my, you're my what you're going through one. yeah 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 but yeah, I know that. I think, and there's probably people who listened to that and was like, "Fuck you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no kids having, fucking easy mm-hmm. ass job having. Shut up." Yeah. Like I know, yeah. I get it, yeah, yeah. I get it. But it's hard. It is. It's hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so hard. Yeah. Understand me. Listen to me. <laughs> Listen, you tuned into my show, okay? <laughs> this is our fucking thing. You said that you wanted to listen to this. I didn't force you to, okay? You're gonna listen to me fucking complain. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've gotten dark and weird enough. <laughs> Good job, you did it. So, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a movie. Okay. Am I right? Let me ask, what drove you to watch it? Nothing but morbid curiosity. Okay. I was just flipping through the channels, and it just so happened to be a free. Um, offer from I think Showtime has the rights to it right now. Okay, Showtime or Cinemax, one of the premium channels, not HBO, which is right, right, right. But one of the other premium channels has, um, you know how they do when they're trying to get you to buy 
So they're like, uh, watch uh, The Lincoln Lawyer for free for like a week. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I guess I'll watch this. Why are they throwing around The Lincoln Lawyer so much? <laughs> no, dude. It's I, fucking everywhere. It's like, I, but only on like the sub, sub-tier sub one, like epics. <laughs> yes, dude, epics. And fucking like like uni- the Universal Channel. And you're like, <laughs> yes. wait, the studio has a channel? What? Yeah. So 7-Eleven plus. <laughs> I watched it on one of those and uh, it was just for free. And I was like, oh, shit, the, the whole movie commercial free. Nice. You know, not uh, edited for for your viewing pleasure. Airplanes. Or yeah. And uh, I mean, again, we, we talked so much shit about that movie when it first came out. And we also said, you know, that that uh, it was a good thing that the, the studio um actually listened to the fans, went back, redesigned Sonic, came back, and the movie was successful. They did really well. It's one of the highest grossing animated movies of all time. It's excuse me. <clears throat> the mo it's the highest grossing video game movie of all time. I think it beat Resident Evil. Hmm. I think. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Quote me though. I think it's the highest grossing <clears throat> not animated movie. Let me take that back because there's yeah, probably like huge say. blockbuster fucking animated movies. But the the highest grossing video game movie. I know that it's at least top five. It did really well because it came out in the beginning of the pandemic. Yes. So there was all these studios that were gun shy about putting their movies out, and so Sonic was, was already Sonic. out. Yeah. And they were like, yeah. "Rake it in, baby, rake I, it in." Have you seen the post-apocalyptic pictures of these theaters that haven't changed? They're like coming lineup uh-uh. so it's just been sonic <laughs> this entire time it's like slowly like you know getting mildew on the the posters and stuff it felt like sonic was in theaters for like six months yeah it felt like forever and uh and and i i i wasn't gonna venture out amongst i wasn't gonna go shoulder to shoulder with people to, to see, see sonic, sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Look, i didn't i didn't do it for tenant i'm not gonna do it for sonic <clears throat> what about Crude's Two? Crude Crude's Two, maybe. Okay. That movie did really well, didn't it? Well, Probably. Well, well enough <laughs> in uh For Crude's Two, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> yeah. it did great. Well, well for Crude's, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh it's 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 pretty good, man. It's yeah. a pretty good movie. Like it it uh you know, it's 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 a family movie, so the mm-hmm. jokes are family friendly and you know, you could tell they were going for some, <clears throat> excuse me, some some like double entendre. I will murder you. I will massacre you. She's barking at Uma Thurman in a Pulp Fiction poster. How dare you? How dare you? She's you're a nice just, lady. You're just jealous. You're just jealous that Uma's hot and you're wearing a sweater that doesn't fit you. <laughs> Grab her and bring her so we can put yeah, her on camera. Yeah. Come here. <laughs> no. Come here. Why have you forsaken me? You want to bark so much. <laughs> <laughs> look at that pretty girl. That movie star. Look at that pretty girl. Oh, look at that pretty girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go on now. So everybody knows Be free. who's barking. Which dog is a barking? She can't get around. Sure, she can't get around the. <laughs> She's now strangling herself on our set. Talk about killing yourself. Yeah, right. So She's very dramatic. It 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 is uh 
It's way better than I thought it was going to be. Really? It is. It's not great. It's obviously not the best animated movie I've ever seen. And the jokes are... They, they're, they're pretty... I mean, it's, it's, it's surprisingly a charming movie. Hmm. It's like... It's better than Detective Pikachu. That was going to be my first question. <laughs> it is. It's Okay. Be- yeah. So Detective Pikachu was another movie that subverts your expectations mm-hmm. and is better than you thought it was going to be. Right. But still not great. Yeah. Like, I haven't gone back and watched Detective Pikachu. Yeah. And you probably won't go back and watch Sonic, but it was, it was fun. And dude... Jim Carrey is fucking lights out in this movie. <laughs> He's lights out. Yeah. Classic, like, 97, 98-year Jim Carrey. Just lights out. I wonder what inspired him, you know? That is, dude, that to is try. such a good question. Yeah. I, have, why, I don't know why, but as soon as he shows up, he's just... And you're like, oh, shit, he's back. <laughs> now he's going to own this movie. Yeah. And And it's not, you know, it's not Liar Liar where you're like... It's a little over the top. It's mm-hmm. it's it is over the top, but it's it works because he's entertaining children, right? So the adults see him and they go, ah, fucking Jim Carrey. And then the kids who maybe have seen him in passing, and <clears throat> I mean, at this point, if you're a child, if you're like eight or nine, and you're watching Sonic because they have those weird Sonic TV shows on like Disney XD and shit, or like the video games with Mario and stuff, mm-hmm. and you vaguely have an idea. Of who Sonic is, Jim Carrey to you is what the Grinch. Yeah, maybe if your parents are cool, and yeah. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, he hasn't done a, a a movie, and and really only because the Grinch is something that's rewatched every year. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I, he hasn't done anything within the past five years that would be in the conscience of a conscious conscience. Con- Conscience. Con- conscience. Conscience. Yeah. Conscience. Yes. Cautious. Cautious. Conscience. Uh, Conch Con- uh, Conscious. Yes. Conscious. Conscious. Mm. Uh, of a kid that's like eight. Yeah. So, so when they see him on screen, there's no connection to him. He's just doing, he's just, he's just a good villain. Yeah. So, yeah, it's weirdly, James Marsden is a good straight man. <laughs> He's in an interracial he just, couple. Do you just mean in general? <laughs> yeah. he's, he's just a good straight He's a good straight, straight man. That's yeah, all he is, you know? It's fine. You can't complain. I mean, Highly unproblematic straight man. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's in an interracial relationship. Cool. That was okay. really weird to see. Yeah. That it was just no mention is made of his black wife, mm. which is awesome because you're just like, oh, you're normalizing interracial relationships. I thought you were going to say he was married to the pink hedgehog. The what? The pink hedgehog. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't do it. They don't do it. Many references to, like the, the Sonic, the greater Sonic universe. universe. <laughs> that giant purple cat. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't. They don't bring them in. Do you want spoilers? Let's do it. Spoilers. 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 So they just because do... I'm not going to get epics anytime soon. No. Yeah. <laughs> so the vil- the the reason that he. The rings are not his life. The rings are um, basically interdimensional plane. <laughs> He's just got a bag full of them. Yeah. Just <laughs> now they're they're like interdimensional planes where he throws. Them. Okay, I, I I remember seeing that in the trailer. So uh, that's how he gets to 
Earth. Mm-hmm. He's running away from what is what you find out in the very beginning of the movie. The the villains in his home world are um, the in 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 kindas and echidnas, echidnas, yeah, echidna, and indignas. Yes, yes, the indigenous people of his land. Gotcha. And uh, so they they for some reason they're native and they're fucking they're just wearing masks and they're throwing spears at him and shit. <laughs> And he has to escape, and a big owl is his protector. And okay, I don't know, dude. the f- The first five minutes of the movie are so trippy. Mm-hmm. And you're like, "What am I about to watch?" Then he throws the thing. He goes to Earth or whatever, and that's how he gets to our universe. <clears throat> so okay. that brings me full circle, all the way back to the beginning of this show, mm-hmm. which is the fact that why their character design was so aggressively human yeah if he's coming from a a a fantasy world why try to anthropomorphize him in a in a way that's too real to this world yes exactly it didn't make any keep him a cartoon character yeah i mean like you could do the same thing with mario yeah to have him be mario from his mario world his super mario world yeah and come to america exactly land of the free it just it makes zero. Well, he'd have to go through customs, right? I mean, he is Italian. Like, and I mean Italian, Italian. Yeah, that's that explains how he got the last name Mario Mario. Yeah. <laughs> He's very Italian. Yes, aggressively Italian. I, I don't have a last name. <laughs> uh, we'll just we'll just call him Mario Mario. Mario. <laughs> um. Yes. Yeah, it it just. I can't stress this enough. I, I I hope that when you're listening to this, you you Google it because it's so strange. Yeah. All I can think about is that scene where he's going so fast that all of the um, drones that have fired rockets at him, they're basically they basically have stopped. And, it, and you know, I'll just pull it up. They basically have it, stopped. It, it's like the Quicksilver scene in uh, yes, X Men. Yes, they do that. They they kind of lean on that bit a little bit too much. Yeah. Excuse me. Sorry. That was for all the ladies out there. <laughs> Looking at you, dog. <laughs> Original. See, I don't even have to finish. Go- it's so strange, bro. Why does it look like that? That right there. Ugh. Maybe I'll put it on. I'll put it on screen. His somehow. legs are so long. They're so long and skin. Like his body. He again. He looks like a toddler. Wearing a Sonic costume, yeah, like pajamas, and then and then and then wearing like a really detailed Sonic mask, mask, and you're like, yeah. where did you get that? That looks studio quality, <laughs> but then the rest of him looks human. It's weird. It's very weird. Yeah, it 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 so strange. But like we said back then, I think my point was, you can see how that could happen, right? It's like one person in the brainstorm session goes, you know, I don't think. Like I'm sure they have like pictures of Sonic illustrated on the wall, right? Like I don't think this is gonna work in a live action movie, guys. Right. Like let's let's try to like adapt him for live action and interpret him in into this world, yeah. right? Yeah. So he looks good on camera. They go, okay, how are we gonna do that? Give him human teeth. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a guy sitting way in the back. Give him human teeth. <laughs> He needs human teeth. <laughs> Look at, sorry, that I mean that's the yeah. 
and it's just it works so it's, much better it's, so, it's so bad it's so crazy uh, in retrospect it's crazy yeah if if you can't tell i can't get over it yeah. i cannot believe a full studio of editors designers illustrators we're all like it's a go send that out to the people well again they all those people down the line don't necessarily have the say so okay who is the person at that stu- i don't know sega because apparently they have a, a film studio now weird which side note they've got a lot of ip sega to make like cool shit if they wanted to they could do like a really if they want to do like a really dope dark shinobi movie Sure, yeah. Altered Beast would be a dope fantasy yeah. movie. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Uh ooh. They could do a uh uh a uh, uh, a space harrier. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. Uh uh what about that guy that's all balls? Oh, oh, the yeah, uh <laughs> the guy that's all balls. Are you talking about the um not Rayman, but the one who's green? Yes. Right? He can turn into stuff something man. Uh, I know who, I know which game you're talking about. That game is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool platform. Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim, yeah. Was that Sega? Yes. Okay. Um Was that Sega? I don't know. I said that with a lot of confidence. I mean, I know it was on Sega Systems, but I but I'm was not it sure. Was it a Sega exclusive? Yeah, I'm not sure it was a Sega exclusive. Uh I would like I would like to see a Shenmue movie. I want to see it done, though, in either one of two ways. Either they do it and make it better than it once was, mm-hmm. like almost in like a, uh, a Cobra Kai way, where they like they bring it back, but instead of it being like really stilted and ha ha ha, they yeah. like take it seriously and it's like an Ip Man movie. Kind of, I think that'd be cool. Yes. Or they lean fully into it and make like a B movie out of it, and it's really tongue in cheek. I think I with think just like really cool fight scenes that works. I think that works. You know, you get, you make Shenmue, and then you get um, the guy who made Kung Fu Hustle to do it. Yeah. He un- he gets. Uh, uh, really well choreographed fight scenes and comedy and comedy. Yeah, that guy would do it mm-hmm. perfectly. Yeah, uh, yeah. Earthworm Jim is just it's just a game. It was made by. It's just a game. <laughs> it was made by Shiny Entertainment, VSI Interactive, and GameLoft, mm-hmm. and then it was published by Interplay, Virgin, Playmates, Crave, and GameLoft. Hmm. So a lot. So that was back when they first made it. Then when they brought it back. Um, Bring it back. They brought it back in like 2010, and then they announced in 20 2008 an uh, an actual Earthworm Jim four, mm. and never made it. So there you go. What about Boogerman? Boogerman, is that what you're calling the guy? No. Do you remember Boogerman? <laughs> you never played Boogerman? fucking disgusting oh man yeah i've seen it i never actually played booger man but i've seen i've seen that guy yeah he'd pick his nose and go (laughs) booger (laughs) that's what i do now the 90s were weird (laughs) uh i'm gonna try to 
Google this guy. Green Ball. Green Ball Man. Vector Man. Vector yeah, Vector Man. Man. Vector Man. <laughs> well, how did that just <laughs> pop into your head? I have Google inserted into my brain right now. Vector Man, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I just had to present the search query. Vector Man's awesome. Vector Man was cool. Vector Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this shit's dope. They they could bring this. They could make a really cool, like, uh, PlayStation Network game out of this. Like Streets a, of Rage. Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage is such a good. It's such a good IP. You could do so much with it. Yeah. I mean, like you were saying about Shenmue, you could go tongue in cheek. You could go really funny, or you could go deadly serious with yeah. it. And and they just brought it back. the The new one is apparently really good. Yeah. So I'm probably gonna get that. So Should. It looks good. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, Sega Sega is pretty deep roster. Ripe for yeah. yeah. As long as they they do something good with them, you know, like it could very easily be very bad movies for sure. Out of all of those things, you would hope that they learn their lesson by just getting their asses handed to them by the fans with that original design. Yeah, that you can't just turn around turn around and be like, meet your new Sonic. Right, like. Your Sega is a it's a double edged sword because Sega has so many characters that people really love, and you don't you don't just get to turn around and be like, yeah, I know you like that thing, but we, we think it would be better this way. Yeah. People are gonna be like, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. how about Smomnik? <laughs> oh, oh, <clears throat> they they do at the very end have a have two nice teasers. Mm-hmm. The first one is the image that leaked of Jim Carrey as like full on robot, mm-hmm. crazy mustache, bald head, and you know absolutely nails it. And then the other one is a is a second stinger, and it's uh, Mister Miles Prower himself. Mm-hmm. I heard about it. Tails. Yep. And it's very cool because Miles Prower. <laughs> God, the puns. I can't believe. That's a real name. And they were like, yeah, deal with it. It took me until adulthood to get that pun. I think we have that. I yeah. think that's recorded. I prob- Probably. <laughs> probably. Miles per hour. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, he's 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 going to be. And they're going to do. They're probably going to do like four of these now. Sure. They'll get <laughs> they'll get knuckles in there eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe that that fat purple cat at some Hopefully. point yeah and and they introduce you know those the, little tamagotchi babies mm-hmm. those were actually really dope in the in sonic adventure yeah they were cool because i don't know if you you had a dreamcast right of course yeah of course so in the uh on in sonic adventure what what they <clears throat> what they did was like a weird a weird pokemon thing with those little guys yeah. where you'd find you'd get the egg right and then you take it to an island. I don't know why I remember this. You take it, it to an it, island. It, you put them like in a fountain, right? And they would, uh, and then you just leave them there. Yeah. And then you, you, <laughs> so they, they grow up and they crack, they get out of the, they crack out of the egg, right? They're born or whatever. And then you can take care of them. And the nicer that you are to them, like you, 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 you can feed them fruit and stuff and, yeah. and can pet them and stuff. And, and they turn, they transform into like an angel or, you could be mean to them. You could like walk up and poof, poof, just start Punch pounding them. on them, yeah. and then they get angry, and then they turn into a devil. It's really fucking weird. Yeah, really strange. It's the same gen- generation that brought you Sea Man. So, 
That's true. Uh, also, you did can... did you ever have that memory card with yes, this visual with this... memory? Yes. Yeah, and it, it, it's basically a Tamagotchi. Yes, exactly. Yes. And they poop. You gotta feed them, and there is, there is a, a I can't believe that the Dreamcast did this, and then no one else did it ever, mm-hmm. because uh, in NFL 2K, you could pick your plays on that little screen. Yeah. Super smart. I just don't know how no one else was like, we have to tap into that. Yeah. That's so smart. Yep. I don't know. I don't get it. To me, that is a no-brainer. At very least, I, and this may be a function. I don't know. I've been kind of you know out of the loop for sports games recently. Um, but remember when everything was connected by like a virtual app? Or 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 an app in general. I shouldn't say virtual app, but an app like you could download a companion app for oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Metal Gear and yeah. see your map and where you are and all that stuff. Yeah. Why not have that and just literally have like the plays on your wrist essentially for everything <laughs> like you, an you need. Quarterback. Yeah, and then in, instead of like looking at it on the screen, so you have privacy and <clears throat> the person you're next to doesn't see it. You just yeah. tap it and that's the play you go with yeah i mean you could definitely could you could definitely do that um what they what the last time i played a madden game what they've opted to do was you could hold a button and then you it, it would it would um it would make your cursor uh invisible huh. but then you'd have to know what play you would have to know you'd have to be like fucking like a blind person who knows how many steps to get to their apartment you would have to uh-huh. know like left Right, 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 right. right, right you'd right, have right. to know. Yeah. Um, and then you end up picking the wrong play, and then you have to audible out of it. But I guess there's a technique to that, too. I don't know. Yeah. There's people who play that game who are so good at that game. I remember, I can't remember what year it was, but I remember going to get it at midnight because uh, it was a while ago, and I didn't have anything else to do. And I was like, <laughs> fuck it. I'll just, I'll just go because it seems, you know, some, something to do. Yeah. It just seemed like fun. And I'd never done a um, midnight a release. Midnight release, yes. Yeah, so I, like, I loved, I loved doing midnight releases. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. I didn't realize how fun they were until I went to one. Uh, at I remember I did it for, I think it was Halo Four. Yeah, four or three, and like, there was like a radio station out there. They were giving out free like merch, mm. and like people brought food. And <laughs> see, that's way better than what I like, went. It was to. like a party. It was awesome. No, we just had like a mini that trivia Madden tournament. Yeah, where people were playing it before they could before oh, they bought it. They had they had dudes out there like in kiosks, like playing on over land servers. Yeah, online. Oh, that's awesome. It was so cool. God, nerds always do it the best. I know. I loved it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I recommend watching the movie. It's fun. It's a fun movie. And what I all the things that I told you doesn't take away from watching the film. Yeah, I I still feel like I can watch it just to see it. Seems oh, enjoyable enough. It's super predictable. It's not yeah. like it's not like just twists and turns. Right. And you're like, wow, what a direction they went with yeah. this chi- this this family movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, Sonic actually is a child in a suit. <laughs> Never saw that one. Weird. Though. They fucking murdered that guy. <laughs> they just brutally murdered Jim Carrey. Yeah, <laughs> just pound on him. Uh, he just turns into a ball yeah. and <laughs> collapses his skull. <laughs> 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 Holy shit! Well, gotta go fast. 
<laughs> it's the that's the last scene. James Marston's putting little handcuffs on him. <laughs> you have anything to say for yourself, Sonic? You gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. <laughs> <laughs> and they just fucking throw the switch, and he just. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, dark and weird. Yep, that's the theme this this episode. Dark and weird. Uh, do you want to talk about? I mean, because we've just we spent so long talking about uh, depression ourselves. And, yeah, <laughs> that uh, we we pretty much glossed over a lot of the things that we <laughs> were, we're planning talk on talking about. about yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, okay, <clears throat> let's close it with this. Okay. The the HBO deal. I yeah, think we have that's to what get I was. That I, I was gonna say we should at least talk about that. Yeah, because it's big. So, if you haven't already heard the news, the dream of Couch Potatoes the world over has finally come true. A major movie studio has decided that it is in their best interest to put out their entire. 2021 lineup of movies on a streaming service as well as in um, theaters. So yes. they're giving the simultaneously. People, they're giving the people the choices that we've wanted for I don't know ever since uh, streaming services right. became a thing. And so HBO Max somehow in the WB. <laughs> how how do you have any details on that? How that became a thing? How HBO Max and, and WB became a... I don't know. I mean, I, I always assumed that they were part of the same parent company. Viacom? Maybe. I, I'm not sure who's I there. I think Viacom owns HBO. Yeah, so if that's the case, then they're, you know, essentially partners and can easily... That would make a lot of sense. That makes the most sense. Yeah. Well, that makes sense as to why they... I mean, we, we were talking about... a. Uh, before but what i mean warner brothers is a really good studio to go with because their 2021 lineup is fucking stacked huge yeah but it is kind of an interesting choice out mm -hmm. of all the studios that they that hbo could run with well and hbo max has uh wb dc mm -hmm. tcm tcm really yeah they have tons of classic i don't know if you've perused their their movies but they have a ton of like classic all-time bangers all all that i've done is watched samurai jack okay <clears throat> that's it so they have uh uh cartoon network mm -hmm. uh i think that's it for mainline like i'm sure i'm missing something uh yeah because they yeah no they don't have nickelodeon that's that's uh comcast mm. uh but yeah so even with those, like they have a ton of capital <laughs> as yeah. far as stuff that they can potentially put on there. Yeah. Um, even I mean, the the DC slate alone. I know there there's tons of people out there who got HBO Max just because they're getting uh, uh, the Snyder Cut. That yeah. was huge. And then on top of that, more recently they they announced that first Wonder Woman 1984 is going to be coming out on their streaming platform for no extra cost. Yeah. And then only, I mean, it's only like two weeks after, right? That they dropped the bomb of actually it's our entire slate. Yeah. 
of of movies. Literally every fucking thing. Right. So people are happy. Studios are very upset. Well, uh, 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 movie theaters, I should say, are very upset. Well, and you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. My sweet Adam, who I love dearly. Mm. Fuck him. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not the studios. The studios... Um, I, I, I could. They, they definitely can make a case for why this sucks for them. Yeah. Okay. Sure. We'll get back to that in a second. The movie theaters, fuck them. Okay. Fuck okay. you, AMC, uh, Regal, uh, all the other ones. Uh, you only, <laughs> you only ever hear Cinemark, maybe you, if they're still around. You only ever hear about AMC talking shit. Yeah. They're the only ones who get greasy. When like Netflix is like, we're gonna do this cool deal. AMC's like, no, the fuck you're not. Mm-hmm. They're the only ones who jump out in front and be like, this is how the shit goes. Right, right, right. AMC is like old mafia. Yeah. And the like new- hell, you're gonna get on my turf, okay? <laughs> and the new world order is coming in, and you've got all these young bangers who are like, dog, mm-hmm. you don't run this shit, yeah. grandpa. Mm-hmm. You're done. We got bigger guns. We got more people. Mm-hmm. We're taking this corner, Grandpa. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Huh? What are what, you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Look at me. What are you gonna do? Look at me. Look at me right in the eyes. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You old fuck. You gonna sell me some popcorn? You gonna sell me popcorn? Huh? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You gonna sell it at a five dollar premium? <laughs> you get your fucking popcorn. You put it in your pocket. You walk down the street. You don't turn around till I say so. Now I have this idea of like American Gods where it's like <laughs> new studio, okay. the, emb- the embodiment is uh-huh. like, like streaming services are like young, young mafia. Like they're right. coming in and they're like take and and they're selling drugs. They've got no honor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the old studios are like old mafia, yeah. like Sopranos type, mm-hmm. like on the out, holding on to their former glory. That's that's. Something, something there, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's documented. Don't steal that shit. Uh-huh. I think that's a pretty good. I think that can be fleshed out. I think yep. there's something to that. Um, but yeah, so this the 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 movie theaters. Okay, look, <clears throat> here's the thing. They've done next to nothing to uh, alleviate people's fears. Mm-hmm. To alleviate people's uh, uh, feelings of um, even before the pandemic, the, the, everyone was having the same complaints. Going to the theater sucks now. Mm-hmm. It sucks. It's not yeah. for passionate moviegoers. It's for people who want to have a good time. And they go there. Make an event of it. They make a thing of it. And right, that's right, right. fine, dude. Yeah. But I'm not going to go and watch The Lighthouse in a packed theater with people who just go because they're like, ah, fuck it, it's a movie. Right. And they're talking and... You complain, and what happens? Fucking nothing. Yeah. You go there. Dude, if I want to take someone on a date, how much money are you spending going to the theater? For popcorn, drinks, the ticket, by the, the drive? By the end of it, you're paying almost as much as dinner. Exactly. Yeah. They have, and, and again, they've done nothing to help our... It's the movie studios, dude. <laughs> We're getting cut out. <laughs> they heard us. <laughs> they heard us. Okay, that was just a little bit. Seems like it's okay. 
because I'm not done with this rant. Okay. Okay. Keep it going. They've done next to Focus. nothing for us. Okay. So why the fuck should we give a fuck if AMC goes under? You tell me why I should care that a studio that essentially told me to go fuck myself because it, it, I'm not the only one, dude. Everybody has a complaint. It's the same fucking thing. Everybody's, it, it, it's, it sucks going to the theater. I spend too much money. When I get there, it's not a good time. It's not clean. It's, it's not, no one gives a fuck about the actual cinematic experience. experience yeah. So why the fuck am I going to go? I, um, I think it's, a, uh, okay, so first of all, I think theaters are eventually going to go away. Yeah. Do I think it's going to happen anytime soon? No. I think that there will be theaters for our lifetime. Really? I do. I do. In in some capacity. I mean, wow, you're you're Joe Namath. I'm really awesome. <laughs> there it is. Nailed it. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, do I think that theaters are going to go away? Uh, no. I think there's always going to be a, a way to see a movie in a crowd, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's an art house theater or whether it's an IMAX theater. <clears throat> what I think is that we're at the precipice of them definitely being cut back. Yeah. I don't think the AMCs are going to survive. I don't think that um, these major theater chains, unless they somehow like consolidate and refine what the theater experience is, are going to survive. Yeah. I think we're going to see those go away. Um. And I think it has a lot to do with what you were saying, which is, you know, they haven't adapted. What they've done is they've tried to kind of work PR on the subject, right? They What they've done is said, the theater, we, we hear what you're saying, that it's inconvenient to leave your house and to pay a premium on food and drinks and to have to be around strangers for this experience, but... It's still an experience you you quote unquote have to do. I think you're right in, in, in the ten in the sense that they haven't been doing enough to make it worth it because all they've really been doing is PR work, right? Yeah, they've been talking about you know the the theater experience as being uh, this this singular unique thing that you have to do in order to truly get the everything that the director intended right from the movie right and i get that um i might get that overall because i'm you know movie dork and i love i love the theater experience as as bad as it can be at times um and i don't want it to go away i want to be clear about that i don't want it to go away um but again, they're they've only done lip service and haven't really, I don't know, made it a value for us to go out to the theaters. Yeah. The only thing that I can see that's been a value has been like truly big movies coming out in IMAX, shot in IMAX. Yeah. I'll go out to a, an actual IMAX theater to see those movies. You know, all the Christopher Nolan movies, basically. Right. Um. <clears throat> Those seem worthy of that event uh, 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 press, I guess. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's that's fine, but 
as far as seeing like a rom-com in theaters, I don't see the need to do that. I don't, I don't know why I would have to do that. Why it would be worth my time to do that. I understand it's, you know, it's, it's um, an opportunity for a date or a reason to get out of the house. Yeah. That's fine. Maybe that's all the reason people need. But for me, I see those, those things going away. I see certain, certain movies kind of, going by the wayside as far as theatrical releases focusing on streaming and on demand Mm -hmm. and then these massive christopher nolan spielbergian-esque giant blockbuster movies still having a space to to show you know this massive experience in an imax theater yeah um if that's something that's financially feasible for them to do like um rom-coms art house films lower budget movies on like like you know give those to the streaming services immediately or to like the lower theaters like you know what you're saying about the movie going experience i don't think anybody who enjoys movies wants that to go away they want it improved upon they want these 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 theaters to listen to people Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like when you go to the enzian for instance right local art house theater uh here in orlando right you go there and you're like the money's worth the experience. Sure. It's great. It's fantastic. They make it worth the money. Yeah, they have a they have a great bar outside, a little restaurant area. You can have dinner and and drinks beforehand or after. Comfortable seating. You go in. You, yeah, you have comfortable. Yeah, there's couches. There's you, there's you comfy feel seats. like the mo- the mo- the money that you're that you're giving to them feels like it's going to a good place. It feels like it's going to keep culture alive versus. Mm-hmm. Going to some entity or some corporation, China, China, mm-hmm. and 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 then the other thing is they play like cool movies, like not right. just cool movies to me or to like cinephiles, but like cool, just fun fucking movies. And that's the thing; it's like I feel like you say like an art house movie or theater, I should say, an art house theater, and you think of these like hoity-toity like fancy like it's like some black and white french yeah film french film, uh, uh, french nouveau you know like yeah. um uh, <laughs> um but one of my favorite one of my favorite memories from the Enzian theater is us watching uh uh nightmare on elm street three in their like parking lot area <laughs> Uh, during like the Halloween season, maybe like four years ago, mm-hmm. just like sitting on the lawn and and watching a horror movie in a big group setting, having a few drinks, and basically having like a picnic outside yeah. and seeing like the bats fly around over our heads yeah. and watching this really dumb fun movie, it, and and that's the kind of stuff that I don't want to lose out of us losing out on a lot of theaters. I, yeah. Like I don't want to lose that communal experience of of you know, dozens of people sitting in a dark room all watching this thing together and being in on that. I love there. There's some movies that I, I wouldn't love so much today if I didn't see them in the theater first. Yeah. Grindhouse, you know, like seeing Grindhouse in a group in a, in a theater with everyone who was game to watch it. Right. Incredible. Right. Mind altering. I mean, it's the same thing with like kill bill. Yep. Incredible experience. <clears throat> I mean, I wa- I mean, all, uh, pretty much, I've seen every Nolan film in theaters. 
you know, and you watch it and you're like, you know, you can say whatever you want about Nolan movies, but they are a theater going experience. Right. And I don't want to have to, if I don't want to, like this year was obviously different. I'm going to wait and watch Tenet at home. Right. But going forward, I don't want to have to watch a Nolan movie in my living room. Yeah. So I get why he's upset. Well, and, and to be fair, my brother went and saw Tenet in theaters. Mm-hmm. He went out and saw it. He saw it at the local true IMAX theater out in Point Orlando mm-hmm. with the biggest IMAX screen that's in Orlando. Yeah. Um, and from his experience, he said it was awesome. There, right. there were so few people. Everyone was socially distanced. And he felt completely safe. Should have just bit the bullet and did it. Well, to the point where he was like, you got to go. Like, just go. It's safe. Everyone's wearing a mask. Everyone's like 15 feet away from everyone else. Like, nobody's going because people are afraid to go to the theater. Yeah. And you have assigned <laughs> seats. Uh, that was the other thing I was going to bring up was maybe the, uh, one of the only things that I can think of that had advanced the movie going experience is assigned seating Assign with seat. the comfy chairs, the recliners and, you know, them selling alcohol at the theaters and actual like food food like that all makes it that sweetens the pot. How much money would it cost these places to just put nicer chairs in yeah. their studios? Well, I mean, in their theaters. Well, and they're thinking the, the the places that were refused to do that are thinking in the olden times. It, they're, they're thinking in the same way that like uh, uh, airlines are thinking. Keep you upright, keep you uncomfortable, make as uh, pack it pack in with it as in many. as many people as possible. <clears throat> yeah. But that's not going to work anymore unless everyone takes this vaccine and everyone's suddenly comfortable being packed shoulder to shoulder, which I. Don't think it's going to happen for the next couple of years at least. Yeah. Um, they're going to have to rethink that. And I, I think, you know, doing these like maybe two or three recliners by each other and then spaces between those is potentially the right call. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe there's a way to like make these theaters modular so that you can have these seating arrangements set out and then, you know, things change swap out the seats you keep the theater and just swap out the seats or you know say you have a bottom row that's a bit closer together like traditional theaters and then the upper rows start to get more spread out for people who are uncomfortable you can pay a premium to have a more space seating or something you know there's ways to do it and i, I just don't think we've seen them do it yet but i think it's going to get to the point where they're going to have to start thinking in these terms they're going to have to do it right and unless, uh, unless they want more shit like this hbo deal to, to keep happening they're going to have to do it Be- and and this hbo deal happens and then what happens amc stock drops um regal's stock drops immediately Imme- uh, like uh, yeah. literally the next day stocks were down and and again i just i find it hard to feel sorry for them when everything that you've discussed seems to me now i don't own a movie theater and i'm not a business owner so I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but everything that you kind of lined that you laid out seems like pretty easy things to roll out to make to ensure that people continue to go and to make the quote unquote movie theater experience an actual experience instead of a fucking drag. Because yeah. it's a fucking drag 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if the movie sucks, dude, the movie has to be stellar. If the yep. movie sucks, your night is ruined because you <laughs> unless you can laugh about it, right? Unless it, unless like the crowd turns on the movie, right? And you're all just laughing at it, right? Right. right. If you do that, then you've made it worth it. But if you can't do that and you have to deal with the fact that not only did you spend all of that, you broke the bank. Yeah. This to, is your night out. Yeah. And it's been wasted. For this dog shit movie. Right. <laughs> and then you have to just go home and wallow in the fact that like you just this, wasted The silent the drive home yeah. of disappointment. Oh, it's not silent. I'm fucking, I'm <laughs> ranting and raving. I'm, I'm going off uh-huh. on how bad that movie was. Yeah. Well, and, and hopefully you've seen it with somebody who like agrees and you're both losing it yeah, over yeah. how bad that movie was but um that almost makes up for it though you, yeah. the, the entertainment vol, uh, value after that but i'm not spending 60 dollars no, to fucking to talk shit about how bad a movie was <laughs> there Fuck are that. plenty of things that cost way less that you can talk crap about <laughs> exactly i can i can watch a youtube video and talk shit about that sure Don't fucking you can no. watch somebody walk past you yeah for free. For free. Just and that's what we do at Waterford Lakes. <laughs> Post up on the wall, watch people walk <laughs> by, and make fun of them. them. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, we didn't even nearly scratch the surface of what this could mean going forward. No. Christopher and, Nolan's very upset, we should say. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> you know, I, I, like I said. I, Legendary I, is very upset because they, they've backed, apparently, they've partially produced... Um, King Kong vs. Godzilla. Mm. I think it's just called Kong vs. Godzilla. And they're um, not getting there. They're and, not recouping. And on the... Dune, actually. Oh, they did? Yeah. <sighs> Dude, I'm so... I can't even put into words how excited I am for Dune. Dune looks so awesome. But the thing is, I feel like Dune's a movie I'd want to see in IMAX. 1,000%. 1,000%. But at the same time... If you told me that it's just gonna be on my TV, I'd I, I'd do that too. <laughs> like I I am one of those people who appreciates the movie theater experience, but not as much as sitting on your couch. Yeah, dude. I yeah. mean, it's yeah. just why it's so much money. Think about how much money you would spend yeah. to go see it when you can just turn it on your TV. A a box of popcorn is less than one bag at a theater. Yeah, they are robbing people. Yeah. And they don't deserve the money because they're not. I would spend, dude. I spend a print, bro. Every other day, I I'll get like Uber Eats or something, mm-hmm. and I I am willingly putting money into a thing that I know is not worth the service. I could just go to yeah. a place that I want to go to and spend half the money that I'm spending. N- not literally worth the service, but it's worth it to you because it's providing you. Yeah, I mean it's the ability to to sit on your ass. Yeah, exactly, right. exactly. Yeah. So I am willingly putting that money down. So I am not opposed to spending more money on the experience. Right. I will spend more money to have a good time. Mm-hmm. But you got to make it worth it. Yeah. Don't tell me that it's an experience. And then I go there and I'm... And it's sh- a bad experience. <laughs> yeah, I don't want a bad experience. Yeah, I get that. I, yeah, get that. I just... I, the, 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 the cinephile in me wants to uh, make sure that theaters do exist, uh, at least until I'm dead and gone, um, because I'm selfish like that. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, you know, unselfishly, 
I I think we would lose something as a society if we lose the theater going experience. It's there's something to it. There's a magic there. I don't think that, um, you know, Scorsese and and uh, Christopher Nolan are just talking crap when they're saying that. It, like there's something to that. To to seeing a, a movie in a darkened room with a bunch of people you don't know. There's something. There's a magic to it. Um. I mean, if you're watching like Paul Blart, maybe not so much, but <laughs> uh, there there is still something there. There's the, there's a communal value to it. Do I think it's it's uh, a call sign of the end of society in general and and the end of communities uh, across America? No, I don't think that. But <coughs> I do think that the theaters provide something important. So all, I I don't want to see them gone. All I'm saying is, make it worth it. Yeah, I don't want to see them gone either, but I wouldn't shed a tear if they all exploded at the same time tomorrow. Um, That's all I'm saying. Not literally. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, literally, as long as no one's in those buildings. Okay. All right. I'm still uncomfortable by that. I mean. But that's fine. <laughs> Just make it worth it. Make yeah. it worth my, make it worth the money. Yeah. That's all I'm asking for. And you know what? Capitalism uh, decrees that if they don't make it worth it, people won't go. They'll lose money, and they'll eventually disappear. So and we'll see how it goes. And they'll have nobody to blame but themselves. Mm-hmm. You can blame the pandemic. No, Netflix. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess you, yeah, yeah, Netflix. It'll be Netflix's fault. Uh-huh. Yeah. Netflix, yeah. stay winning, son. Yep. See, AMC laughed in Netflix's face when Netflix was like, we got Oscar-winning movies, too. And AMC was like... <laughs> Not even theaters, mm-hmm. and then and Netflix was like, "Well, uh, can we put them in your theaters?" And AMC was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Get the fuck out of here! Mm-hmm. You're Netflix. We're AMC. Yeah, you're not on our level, dog." Mm-hmm. Now look, this is why I'm so spiteful about <laughs> that because fo- they thought they were so fucking high. And my- I'm a little drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a little. Uh, I'm getting a little. I'm getting a little excited about it. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. a little excited. I'm a little excitable because that's okay. Uh, I'm just ever since ever since AMC basically laughed in the face of Netflix. Yeah. All those years ago, when for like, not being true art. Yeah. Because they're streaming. They're streaming. So. <laughs> ever since then, I've had this like thing against AMC, yeah. where that company makes me it just they purely represent like the worst parts of capitalism where mm. they're like you're not good enough yeah, you didn't do as much as what you sh- you didn't do what you should it, have it, done it, it, there's it's, no passion it's the pretentious establishment yeah. of, of theaters <laughs> and that's what they represent yeah. yes exactly and, yeah and so when i see amc going this is bullshit i'm like fuck you yeah fuck you right now, if Enzian was like, this sucks, then I'd be like, oh, Enzian, no. No, come on. Please, come on. Come on, baby. I'll, I'll, I got you. I'll, yeah. I'll spend some money. So donate on you. Yeah. Please. So, uh, we'll see. You know, 2021 is going to be, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be weird, man. It's going to be weird. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. It's going to be weird for a lot of shit. Yeah. I think this was, this episode is like the precursor to a lot of shit. We, t- I mean, we, we really kind of set the table. This is the 2021 pregame. Yeah. Yeah. So, oof. how many episodes until next year? Um, what's today? Eighth? Ninth? Ninth. So we have, what, three weeks? Three weeks? 
Are we going to record on? Well, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to do any inside, any more inside baseball. Right. We did enough inside these baseballs. Mm, that's true. All right. <clears throat> let's 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 talk about how we felt about this beer and get the fuck out of here. Mm. So tonight's brew was from the Crooked Can Brewing Company, the Florida Sunshine Lager. Pretty simple. The social social souvenir. I like this at the top. You see that mm-hmm. around in the uh, neck of the. It's pretty good. You already read the cold read, obviously. Five percent ABV. Obi, what'd you think? Uh, for as simple as it looks, uh, it surprised me. <clears throat> it it uh it was better than I thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. Honestly, when I saw it, I I saw it in the fridge and I was like, Florida sunshine. <laughs> But, you know, then I saw that it was a crooked can joint, which made me more excited, which I'm actually surprised that it doesn't have much crooked can like. No, right. That's the other thing. That was the other thing that I didn't know until honestly, until I got in the car and looked at it again, that it was crooked can. I was just looking at that um, uh, map of Florida looking uh, label. Yeah. We're going to visit the big ball of yarn. If you look closely there's the actual the crooked can little guy there the high stepper guy didn't even see that yeah he's in there yeah. on a little power boat <clears throat> um but yeah i mean it, it surprised me it's it it is for as simple as the the label is it's a very simple tasting beer as well uh but that's something i think we we really treasure on this show yeah um definitely super good super easy drinking but I mean, it's not like hyper crushable, like a light beer or like a session. Yeah. It still has a little bit of malt sweetness at the end that gives it a, just enough girth, you know, mm-hmm. just enough. Um, I mean, I think I'm gonna give it a five. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I I, uh, I didn't think I was going to go that far, but honestly, like, I every time I would take a sip. The, See, the, that's why he didn't want to give you none. He <laughs> <laughs> was going to get a high score. Yeah, every every time, every time I was going to give it a sip, um, I would get a hit of that maltiness, which I normally don't like in my lagers. Yeah, I I like a nice crisp clean lager right hot day kick one back that's what i want Mm -hmm. but this has a little bit more to it but it it skirts that line for me where it has enough malt sweetness yeah any more even a whisper of more malt in there i wouldn't like it it'd get instantly cut down to a four yeah but every time it kept surprise i took sip after sip testing it to see if it would ever get there it never did it kept getting right against that line of perfectly you know like crisp but then also a little bit more crisp a little bit more and uh, you know i gotta be honest i i think it's great fuck yeah maybe i want to change my score (laughs) 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 i'm gonna (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna give it a four. Okay. And uh, 
but I mean, man, you really made me want to change. You really convinced me. But I'm gonna stay with a four, okay? Only because, and and this may, uh, uh, this may rustle some gems if I could, if I can uh, reference a meme from 2012. <laughs> this may rustle some gems, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, we don't talk about we don't talk about this as much because we don't talk about like we never really the conversation of how much the beer costs never really comes up right um because we just we just cop it's just uh we just take turns it doesn't and you choose if you're gonna buy a fucking 20 dollar beer that's on you you just yeah. chose that right and it's never really it's not a thing we don't we just don't talk about it right but i will say that the value versus what this is to me brings the score down just a hair okay because it was it was a little more than I would like to spend on a four pack. Right. Okay. Of a of a good lager, mm-hmm. but like, I mean, you can get a a mediocre lager for, for way the cheaper. same price for way more. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like yeah. the value, and we've talked about the value on this show before. Yeah. It's not something that we highlight often. Yeah. Because most of the time, it's about the flavor, it's about mm-hmm. the balance, it's about the the hops, everything yeah. that, that goes the, the every, beer the, by itself. Exactly. But right. we do talk about the value of the beer sometimes. if it factors in. Yeah. <clears throat> and and to me, it factors in because what this is is something that's super simple. Yeah. Right. That is yep. the that is the point. That's the highlight of it. Okay. Fine. Sure. But also, why am I spending as we talk about? premiums and spending right. more for right, what right, right. is valued and how much am I going to spend on this thing? Why am I spending so much on a four pack that, you know, I could, I could get a 12 pack for yeah. almost the same price. That being said, how much was this? Because that may, that may adjust was my $11 score for a four pack. Like that's a lot of money yeah. for a lager. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's just a little, a little i don't want to sound cheap i know yeah. i'm sounding cheap i know that i don't care about the price i'm just trying to evaluate value versus <clears throat> what you're getting bang for your buck basically yeah. well for 11 bucks uh, actually maybe for like more like 12 or 13 you can get a, a six pack of unholy mm-hmm. yes way higher abv way more flavor T- very tasty unique mm-hmm. yeah exactly Okay, so I uh, I didn't have that prior knowledge of how much the beer was. <laughs> but you were going off pure five flavor. Okay, so let's say five for the taste. Yeah. But the value could be maybe uh, the, we should create maybe something uh, like break that. it down a little yeah. bit more. Um with that being said, I think all things considered with with the value of it in mind in this scenario in particular because it's a four pack and it's a lighter ABV and 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 pretty you know basic not in a bad way but just basic i think i would dock it down to 4.5 sorry crooked can (laughs) oh we still love crooked can i mean i i I think the proof's in the pudding this is still a very good beer very good uh very tasty and i think it 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 does exactly what it says it should which is it i would definitely take these out to the beach yeah or on a hot day and just chill by the pool with these i mean it's it's really good. It's 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 a little bit more than you would get from like an everyday logger. Mm-hmm. A little bit more girth. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, girth. Girth. That's what we're looking for on this show. Girth Brooks. Girth Brooks. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> I think we got enough girth here, right? I think we do. 
All right. Well, since Adam says that we got the girth, we got it. Mm-hmm. This has been the One Baron Podcast. For myself, Marco Dupa. For Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Love each other. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. Like, share, and subscribe everywhere. Podcasts are sold, listened to, watched, consumed, eaten, mm-hmm. drank. Snorted. Smoked. Mm-hmm. Licked. Dapped. Sucked. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and have a beautiful evening. We love you. <laughs>